Quinton on Vision, View Sports Radio. But uh, coming out of the East Rand, so specifically want to say that because that's where I'm from too. Uh, you know, representing the East uh, out there in Senegal at the NBA Africa Academy and also represented us out at Basketball Without Borders in Cairo earlier this year. Connor Liebenberg joins me in studio. Welcome. Thank you for being in the studio. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So let's talk a bit about how a guy from the East Rand, because you know there's rugby and there's cricket yeah. and then there's not much else other than maybe there's motorsport. I don't even know. That's facts, yeah. That is facts, right? Yeah, you know, um, I think it's just crazy to think how basketball in South Africa is starting to grow. Um, I do believe, you know, I spoke to one of the reporters at the Stuart Hess because he's a cricket reporter. He, be- he believes that cricket's kind of in trouble, you know, with the whole vibe starting to change with basketball. So... Even rugby, I think guys, you better start watching out. Eh? The whole mood's changing. So how did you pick up uh, a basketball and how did you end up where we are right now? I mean, <laughs> you can't have a long life story. It's not like if like, I'm going to have that definitely, conversation. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, you know, I, I started playing rugby first in athletics. Um, and then uh, actually before, it's a small world. You know, before I was going to start, I was going to go on a tour in grade seven. And uh, I broke my collarbone straight before, and I was like, yo, this, this stuff is becoming too rough for me, you know? So, uh, you know, at that stage, I was kind of tall for grade seven, so I was like, hmm, what sport kind of requires height? And I saw basketball, and I started playing ball, and I was pretty good at it. But I never really took it seriously in the beginning until lockdown in 2020 when I had my growth spurt, and I was like, guys, you know, let's become serious now. So, okay, um, interesting, because... You know, first of all, it's the East Rand, so mm. can't be too many schools that were playing basketball out there. Um, where did you learn to play? Um, who coached you? I mean, where did you pick up the game? So I actually, I started at St. Dunstan's College. Uh, that's where I was from before I went to the academy. Um, my, my first, my school coach was Marco Moreira. Uh, he coached me at St. Dunstan's and for a club I played called Elo Stars, so when I first started. Um, and then when I started progressing, realizing, okay, listen, this is, this is what I want to do one day for a living. You know, if not play basketball professionally, maybe coaching, sports agencies, doesn't matter. Then I was like, okay, when it's going to become serious, I want to go to high-level professionals that were properly ranked, which was Coach Clem and Elvis mm-hmm. uh, for the Vikings. Uh, they were based at St. David's at the time. I'm not going to lie, uh, coming from Benoni to train at St. David's was tough. You know, uh, every day, like an hour drive there, hour drive back. But I think that just shows that how committed I was to the sport, you know, and how committed my family was to getting me to succeed. Absolutely. Um, Not everybody gets the opportunity to go across to the NBA Africa Academy. And uh, tell me how you heard about that. And, you know, let's talk about the actual experience of being out in in Dakar. I don't think you've traveled too much. uh, So it must have been something spectacular. Definitely. You know, before this happened, so I was fortunate enough, uh, Coach Elvis and Coach Clem uh, got me exposed last year to go train at the FIBA Africa Youth Camp. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be a top five prospect there. Um, and one of the, he- one of the head coaches from the academy was there representing the, you know, scouting and all that. And he got me over there, uh, Coach Joe Tomoe. Um, and he, from the start, he said, you know, I, I like the way you shoot. Cause I mean, at that stage I was six, six, you know, and I, and I was shooting. So he was like, without a doubt, we've got to have you there by next year. So then, um, it was actually in December last year where we got the call from Mr. Frank Torore saying, listen, this is going to happen. You know, we want to get you over there by the end of Feb. And, you know, uh, we just need your full commitment to this, every single effort possible. And I was willing to commit. You know, this is, this, this is what I want to do one day. You know? 
I mean, the you know, the NBA Africa Academy is trending right now, especially yeah. here locally. Yeah, um, yeah. It it was trending because of the BAL Elite um, sure, Elevate yeah. program as well. Mm. Um, what's it like? Every day, maybe just to describe a day in the life of Connor out mm, there in, mm. in, in the car. What does it look like for you? It's crazy, you know. I never, I never thought. I, I mean, coming from a person now in South Africa, where I train with the club four times a week to now twice a day with the NBA Academy, and by twice a day I mean two hours per session. You know, it's so a morning, wake up at about five o'clock, get ready, be there by six, train from six to eight. You know. Um, then we obviously have our school day, so like you know, ten, ten to say two thirty, lunch. Then we'd move on to another hour school session, like study session. Then from about five to half past seven, we just sort of whack it again. You know, that's where it will become hard, intense training, followed by scrimmages. You know, so very intense stuff. You know, that's a pretty hectic schedule. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, <laughs> that's 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 yeah. that's that that's how you get to elite. But um, it's not only the the coaching; it's also some of your teammates. You mm -hmm. know, um, you get you get the opportunity to play against some of Africa's elite young stars. Talk about that a bit for me. What's that experience like? I mean, I don't know if, you know, obviously a few South Africans were at the game the other night versus Cape Town Tigers, but if you all haven't heard of Cherry Serge Dolan, then you guys are living under a rock. I mean, he, in my opinion, of all the years of watching basketball, I've never seen a youngster like this execute the plays, shots. I mean, he's just so fluid in everything he does. And it's like, I've never seen a person that passionate about the sport either. I mean... For for me, obviously at the academy now it was him. I've also uh, played with seven footers. I mean, Kaman Malawash from South Sudan, mm -hmm. uh, Ruben Chinyalu from Nigeria, and then obviously now I've played with a guy from the G League, Babakar Sane from Senegal. So for me, I mean, <laughs> as soon as I got there, from the word go, it's like, okay, listen, man, it's happening. With or without you, you either you know uh, sink or swim. So you know, then playing with those guys coming back then for holiday it was crazy because like when I, I used to watch games at St. John's and St. Stithians and all that I used to think wow this is this is fast you know compared to St. Dunstan's college and then I come back home after playing with such elite guys and it's like whoa this is so slow so for me it, it, just the whole experience has just opened so many doors for me it's just made me think okay hey, well guys you know, we South Africa is starting to develop with ball, but we still got a long way to go. Absolutely. Now, where do you kind of want to see? You know, you spoke about your career path, and this yeah. is this is what you want to do. Um, do you have a do you have guys that you model your game on? Um, do you do? You, how would you characterize your style of play before us? What you trying to do? Mm. Uh, you know, <laughs> obviously, when I was young, I used to look up purely because I played big man. I used to look up to Giannis. I was like, damn, I want to play like that. He's so confident. He's so aggressive at the room. But then when I realized, okay, bro, you're going to have to start playing shooting guard at the academy. I was like, well, let me start looking at guys like, you know, Luka Doncic, Steph Curry, see how their game improves and stuff like that. And I think the main guy I've got my eyes on is Luka. You know, I think that's how Cherry also plays uh, from the academy. He's very controlled. The vision is insane. And, I mean, just the way he handles the ball. It's like a draw sergeant, you know. It's like anything I say you do. You follow the plays. You follow his movements, and the team will be okay. Okay, that I mean, that's that's a great role model, and mm. that's a great answer. Mm. In fact, uh, you've given you, your insights, and Fair. it shows that you spent a lot of time away from here mm. um, and learning and loving the game, and it's mm. it's fantastic. Um, mm. It's great to see you representing the country out out there um, on, at you. the respective 
um, at the Respector program. So let's talk a bit about, before I let you go, what you're trying to do. Um, what, is, what is the ultimate goal? Uh, obviously, you know, everyone says it. Um, speaking from people at the academy's perspective, obviously the dream is to go pro one day. You know, it doesn't matter where, Australia, Europe, America, um, even obviously Africa. I mean, with the BL happening now, we're going on season three soon. So, I mean, that just shows that Africa is progressing. But for me, you know, I first, at the end of the day, everyone needs to hear this, education is the most important thing. You know, um, my main goal is to get a business degree. So I first want to definitely go to college, graduate, get my degree. And then we talk about professionalism straight after that. Okay. You, you've got your head on your shoulders. Your career path Definitely. seems pretty pretty clearly defined. And uh, Connor, thanks for coming all the way uh, through here so much, to come and spend it. some time with me in the studio. Um, so awesome. And just to sort of allowing people insight into into your mind, I think they from this they'll understand that you got your head screwed on, on straight. And I think if you keep working, the sky's the limit. And Definitely. who knows? We'll be probably... Yeah, talking about this interview 10 years from now and be like, hey, you know Definitely. who I had in my studio? And Definitely. That, and that, yeah, that's, sure. that's ultimately the goal. So um, all the best. Keep, your, keep working hard. And uh, thank you so much. You're now a Fugot Press family member. I appreciate it. I think I still want that one-on-one, eh? Oh, you still want that? I want that one-on-one. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like Ruben, but we're, we're going we're gonna to make this work. All right, cool. Definitely. We got it. Fugot Press on Vision View Sports Radio.